Revelations 21 and 5 says, he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. I trust that this New Year's Eve praise party, the words we hear will also be trustworthy and true, not because it's me speaking them, but because they are founded on the word of God and because they explain the important truth about the great and mighty God we serve. I am so excited about what I have not seen yet. But I am sure and reassured that my faith will show me things that I know not of. Matter of fact, that's what he said in his word. He's going to show us things that we know not of. If God will show you how he's going to bless you in these next 12 months, it will literally blow your mind. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't believe it if he told you. And I'm so glad I got a cast with me tonight. I got my wonderful first lady with me tonight. You know, she hadn't been, but y'all give, give God praise for her. Come on, you do better than that. Come on, give it up for your first lady. Dr. Veronica GB. She is in the house. Yeah, that's my sidekick right there. Ride or die partner right there. Then she got uh, Lady Boyd and Pastor Boyd sitting right there beside them. Hallelujah. Y'all give God praise for them tonight. Amen. Oh, yeah. So we, we come with backup tonight. Band over here looking pretty good and nice tonight. Hallelujah. Looking anointed. So this message proclaims an important part of God's working in the time and history and in the here and the now and in the past, in the future as well as in creation and in the human hearts. The Apostle John in this great revelation from God saw God seated on the throne near the end of the book. The book of Revelation I'm talking about. So God said something that is important in the context of John's vision, but I really believe it's also important to us as we begin this new year. God told John, I am making everything new. And the NAS version, the New American Standard says, Behold, I am making all things new. So this year and every year can and should be a year of renewal in our lives. In our life together as a, as a fellowship as well as in our lives as individual, individual believers. We should understand that every year God wants to renew our lives. I look forward to God bringing something new in my life. And to renew something, you understand, you've already experienced new before. But God wants to bring it back and restore it to the place where it once was. You know how it is when you get something new, you get excited and you tell everybody about you have something new. You get that new car, you don't want nobody eating it. You understand? 
You, you understand what I'm saying, right? Hallelujah. You want to make sure that they ain't got no clay on their shoes when they step in here. You don't want folk leaning on it. You know what I'm saying? You might scratch it up, you know? So God says, I want to give you back, have that renewed attitude so that you can be joyful again in the blessings that he bestowed upon you. See, I'm looking at a group of people tonight that God's been so good to in 2021. Because if the enemy had his way, you would not be here. If he had his way, he would have took a lot of us out. But how many of you know that God didn't allow him to have his way? Because God had the last say about your life. Because it wasn't time for you uh, yeah, to, to move over to the other side. So God has need of you. And you're here by divine order. You're here by divine appointment. Hallelujah. And so how many of you have made up your mind that this year to come, you don't care how folk look at you, what they say about you, what they got to say about anything about your life, you already made up your mind that you're going to be all right with what God got in store for you, whether they like it or not. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Hallelujah. And some of you all that felt like God has left you all by yourself and left you alone. God about to renew everything about your life. And when he renew it, he's going to renew your joy. He's going to renew your peace. He's going to renew your understanding. Everything about, let me tell you something. You got to talk different, better than you ever have before. Because you realize it wasn't you that brought you here. It was God that brought you up into this time right now. Do I have anybody in here know what I'm talking about right here? Hallelujah. Because if, if it was left up to us, we'd have messed the thing up. But God already had this thing already figured out. And we just got to trust him through the process. Glory be to God. Mm, mm, mm. I'm looking at some folk that are about to experience, man, things that they never thought that they would ever, ever touch. They ever would ever thought that they could ever ever you know concede in their mind he said God is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever ask or think if you can talk to that person through the mask tell them say whatever you thought whatever you thought you saw it is greater than that it's greater than, do you receive that tonight? Whatever you thought you thought, and whatever you thought you saw, it's greater than all of that. So I've already got in my mind that I'm thinking bigger than I did, you know, yesterday, yesteryear, month. I'm thinking bigger now. Anybody in here thinking bigger right now? So whatever I thought that I thought was bigger, God said, uh-uh, it's greater than that. Hallelujah. <laughs> God said, I'm going to make it bigger and larger than what you think. And the reason why he's going to do that is not just because of you. It's because he's going to do it so you can help other people. See, right now, brother, you got to tell folk about your testimony so that they know that God healed your body. 
He said, now nah, I know God don't have no respect to person. If he healed you, then he can heal me. Girl, you got to tell folks about your testimony. That the devil had it out for you. But hallelujah, how many of you know that whatever God bless? Folk been trying to curse you all your life. They told you you were the black sheep of the family. You will never succeed. They kicked you to the curb. They talk ill of you. They say you're most likely to succeed. You will never mount. What you talking about? You standing here in living color that God has blessed your life. And no, you don't have to worry about what everybody else say about. If you mess with us tonight, we'll shout right in your face. We'll give God the praise right now where we stand right here because you don't have nothing to say about it. God's got the last say. Do I have anybody here? that know that God got their life right where he wants it to be. Whether you know it or not, you are being blessed sitting up in here right now. You are being blessed standing up in here right now. God had already assigned stuff for your life right before you even enter into 2022. My God, he's already assigned things to your life. And listen, ain't nothing that the devil can do about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He better try something else because what he been trying ain't been working. He better try something else because my God, you in God's hand, you can do exports. You can do greater things. Are you hearing me here tonight? Let me go on and talk what I need to talk about because hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. Well, okay, go ahead and sit down. Go ahead and sit down. I'm coming. So really specifically tonight, in this message I'm I'm calling Happy Renew Year. I, I want to first look at the idea that God is in the business of renewing, of making all things new. And then I believe the Lord would have us to look at three specific ways in which he would make us new this year. All right. Number one, in our attitude. Everybody say attitude. attitude. Number two, in our devotion. Everybody say devotion. devotion. And then number three, in our service. Everybody say service. Now, the context of the, this passage is the new heavens and the new earth, that new heavenly kingdom where uh, those of us who are followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will live for all eternity. And so this is John's picture given to him by revelation of the Holy Spirit of the end of the end times and of the beginning of eternity. John notes a few verses earlier that this is the time when the first heaven and the earth passed away and God reveals a new heaven, a new earth, and a new Jerusalem. And so this will be a place where God himself will be with us where we uh, won't do, the, do things such as we, do, we, we did them uh, this past year and mourn over the loss of loved ones from our church family. But God will wipe every tear from our eyes. Uh, Revelation 21 and 4 says he will wipe every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has what passed away so this is the context in which he or which we hear god say i am making everything all things new but i truly believe that when 
those things, or th though this is describing a specific time and place in the future, the end time of as we know it, God's statement is, I am making all things new, and is also a picture of his work throughout history, throughout recorded time, throughout scripture. And so it says something about our great God that's not just true in the future, not just true in the context of the end of the age, uh huh. but it is true today and in the here and now. Listen to this. Our God is a God of new things. He is a God of renewal. He is a God of restoration. He is a God of refreshing. And so whatever you have been through up until now, you don't have to drag it into your future. Let your past be your past and let God do renewing and refreshing in your future. Don't you cry over stale milk and wasted milk, stale water and still water. You got to move forward into the refreshing of where God wants you to be. And so the passage we just read is a picture of the end of time. But the new things we see in this life, I believe, are a foretaste of what the old hymn says, a foretaste of glory divine. And so the new things God does in this life are a hit of what it will be like when God says what John heard in his revelation. And so we're living in the foreshadow of the things that God will ultimately make new. And so the word of God is full of this theme of newness. Uh -huh. And in the uh, eternal life, we'll have a unique newness of life, a new body. Mm -hmm. living in the new creation of a new heaven and earth but God's work of making all things new is ongoing throughout history and we we see that all the time he's always making things new so what about us as a people as a created being as a human being God wants to always be uh -huh, you want to always want to be refreshed and renew because God wants to do something new in your life and I also believe that he's built into our makeup a need for newness as well as an innate understanding that new things are important. Somehow, now I'm not excusing those who don't persevere in something, uh, something difficult just because they want something new and easier. Because we all got to persevere when we go through things. And so there's a place for persevering through all things in the kingdom service as well as our relationship with the Lord as individual and our relationship with each other. And many cases, in many cases like this, uh, there, where, where things are tough and we want something new, God will give us something new. He'll give us new strength. He'll give us new determination. He'll give us new attitudes. He'll give rather than new circumstances. So come here, Isaiah, and just shine some light on it. He said, I'll be glad to. Isaiah 40 and 31, it says, but those who hope in or wait on the Lord will renew their what? Strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. 
But I believe that there's a cycle of life that includes new things, includes refreshing, and, and, and that cycle includes our human hearts and many things associated with our lives. And so the concept of newness is a central theme in the New Testament, and there we read about all kinds of things. The Bible talks about new birth. It talks about new teaching. It talks about new wine. It talks about new wine skin. It talks about new commandments and new creation and new self and new heaven and a new earth, a new name, new Jerusalem, a newness of life. And then what we just read, all things new. Newness is also seen in his creation. And so there's a daily newness of night and turning into day. A daily newness of darkness to light. And there's the annual turning of winter into spring. And spring to summer. And summer to fall. And fall to winter. And endlessly repeating throughout time. You go through seasons of life. And now we're about to turn the corner and go through another season in our life. Yes, there's a season where we have to go through some things. There's a season where we have to sit and be still and hear God clearly. There's a season where, hey, we don't know which way to go. What's up? What's down? What go left, right? Uh huh. There's a season of waiting on God and having patience. Yes, I know we're in a society society that want it now give it to me now i can't wait on nothing give it to me now but there's a season of patience and you got to understand you can't rush greatness hallelujah so we have this innate sense that the new things are important and because of this, we have this emotional need to mark season and renewal and things that are new. And so at that first blush, we might think using uh, this passage from Revelation is lifting a passage out of context for what we're looking at tonight. And yes, it is about this new heaven and new earth that God will create at the, new, at the end of times for his saints to live in for eternity. Yes, we understand that. But God's words here, I am making everything new, defined an important part of his work among us even tonight. And we've looked at some examples already. New life and new covenant and new birth. My God, God always using that word new. And so, but God's words here, I'm making everything new, defined, and important part of his work. Even us right here now. But let me cite just a few of the dozens of scriptures that we could look at tonight to help illustrate this idea. For for example, here is God speaking to the people of Israel through the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah 43 and 18. He says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. That's some of us right there. Let me pause, stick a pin in it, put a period right there. Some of us, we've been worried about the past. But if I could tell you anything tonight, you need to stop worrying about the past because you can't do nothing for your past. You can't even repeat that thing anymore. But you need to thank God for your future all of those that talked about you in your past they don't understand that God's got his hands on you and your future look real good holler at me or wave at me if you know your future look good tonight 
Yes, yes, yes. What I just says here in verse 19. See, I am doing a what? New thing. Somebody shout a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and the streams in the wasteland. Some of you feel like you just come through a desert. You come through the Mahalo. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just come out of the desert. Your lips look dry. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Your hair looks some kind of way, but they don't understand that God had to take you through the desert so you can move to your oasis. I see some folk in here tonight moving to their oasis. Yes, look at me now you think that God done left me you think it's all over for me but it's not over for me because God will wait at the last hour at the last minute and have us to have a successful comeback you think that the, the, the game is over y'all walking out of the stadium but y'all walked out too soon because as you soon as you walked out God stepped in and he'll work a miracle right in the nick of time some of you right now you just set up for a miracle Cause you know if anything happened from here on out, it won't be you. It'll be God. Look down your road and say, it's God for me, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. He'll take you through the wastelands. He'll take you through things that you thought you couldn't come through. Matter of fact, He'll, my God, he'll allow you to right there in the, <laughs> uh, right there in the valley. Well, folk are looking and say, ooh, they look like they, um, they, they just look bad. But what you don't understand, it was the valley experience going to make me appreciate my mountaintop experience. I had to go through that burden land in order to get where I am. It'll make me appreciate when I get there because I would have took God for granted like some of y'all take y'all parents for granted. You take your mom and daddy for granted that they're going to get me this and get me that. Don't you take your parents for granted and don't you take God for granted. You give God the praise every chance you get because the more you thank him, the more you praise him, the more he wants to give you. That's one that's appreciated, right there I want to give him more I want to give him more because they appreciate what I do for him. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes. hallelujah, hallelujah. quiet as a cat some of us know how to act when God bless us pastor boy yes, hallelujah oh yeah oh yeah see what they don't understand is that yeah why you why you doing like David out there dancing out of your clothes and everything if you knew what David knew you wouldn't open your mouth if you ever go see some folk they listen they they judge your glory but they don't know your story they don't know what you had to do you had to sleep in your car you had my you had to eat in your car they don't know where you came from they don't know what you had to come through and come out of if they only knew what your testimony was all about and what you they'll come up beside you and give god praise right along with you because i ain't got no nothing to say bad about you i know it was god that brought me out hallelujah we ain't always look like this I don't look like what I've been through hallelujah how many of you know you don't look like what you've been through and you know what you know what they talking right but God is going to do something in these new next few days that you're going to give them something to talk about 
Ain't your business. Ain't your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. How did you get that job? Mind your business. Mind your business. How did you make? How did? How did your? How did your money get right? How did you? How did the market work for you? Mind your business. Mind your business. And if you really want to know, I'm gonna take you where I go. I all listen. I go to the house of God. I give him what he is due. You do what you got to do, but I need God. You do what you got to do, but God, listen. That's the only way I know how to do it. Cause when I was out there, I messed it up every time. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? I messed it up every time. But when I trusted God, hallelujah, he has worked it out from the beginning. Now be seated. So this was a a theme in the Old Testament. God, uh, constant renewal of his people, the, the constant cycle of blessing and following by the straying from God and followed by rebellion and followed by uh, uh, straying away and, and, and all that kind of followed by judgment and, and, and correction and followed by repentance and, and, and then God doing a new thing for his people once, uh, uh, once more. You know, Israel was in and out. They was up and down. They, you know, uh, yeah, they just, you know, when God started doing good for them, then they want to leave away from God. Then they start calling on God. Then God bring them back up. Then they get beside themselves. Now they back down. I mean, that's just like people, right? When they get up, they think they don't need God. But when they get in trouble, Lord have mercy. Please, master. This is your little lonely servant. Begging you to have mercy. <laughs> huh? You want to call on him when you think you don't need him. But quietly kept, you need him every day of your life. Are you following me tonight? And so when, when he did a new thing for his people, he didn't uh, just change their circumstance. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, he didn't. He really didn't change. But he always changed them. So you see? He always changed them. It's not about God changing everything so you can feel good, look good, and smell good. But sometimes it's about God changing you. And that's what we got to do, saints of God. We got to allow God to change us. Don't be so grown that God can't change you. Don't be so stubborn and hard-headed. Cantankerous and don't. And and God, I I know what the Bible says, but I ain't ready yet. But the Bible says for him to know to do good and do it not. To him is what? It's sin. It's sin. Your life is in the hands of an almighty God. You have been assigned for where you are. See, other folk think that they help you get where you are. No. This is ordered by God. So sometimes, sometimes he'll change you. Ezekiel 36 and 26 says, I will give you a new heart. You see that? Are y'all, are y'all looking at the scripture on the screen? Look what the scripture says. It says, I will give you a new heart. That look like God changing us, right? And put, what? Oh, a new spirit in you. It, that talk like God, isn't it? What else he said? I'll remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. How can you say you saved and still be mean and mad with everybody? How 
can you say you, you, you know, God done changed your heart and you still lying like a rug? How can you? When Christ, if any man be in Christ, I'm getting, let, let, let me just read it. Let me just, I'm going to get ahead of myself, right? But listen, he said that he would do that. So a new heart, a new spirit. God does new things because he need newness. He need refreshing. He need this new heart and this new spirit he speaks of in Ezekiel. Now, here's the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ or anyone be in Christ, he is a what? New creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Amen. Even in our city, the old has gone and the new has come. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody might not like that, but I'm, I'm, I, I said it. Hallelujah. And what old stuff has gone? Our old hearts, our old spirit, our old self in Christ. And that's certainly a key phrase here because it's critical to remember who does this for us. But in Christ, believers in him are a new creation. That old man passes away. And behold, when he said the word behold, that means you can feast your eyes on it. You can see. People see when you change. God said, behold it. Look at it. Look at her. Look at him. They see the change. And this year to come, I hope that people see the change in you. When you step up on that job, they see the change in you. When you get around your kin folks and your girlfriend or, your, uh, you know, your, uh, your boyfriends or whoever, uh, they can see the change in you. You don't have to say nothing to them. They just act automatically. Well, something, what, something, di uh, something different about you. It's because Christ is in my life. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Romans 12 and 2 says, do not uh, conform, be, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Right? Y'all see that? Uh-huh. Not to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good and pleasing and perfect will. And so this renewal, this newness, this transformation doesn't just include our heart, but it includes uh, our minds. Now, even though we sometimes make uh, too large a separation between hearts and mind, in this case here, it doesn't seem uh, uh, to matter. That's because when God renews us, when he makes all things new, it includes both our hearts and our minds. Amen. And so that reflects in the kind of people we are. Look what Ephesians 4 and 21 says. Surely you hear or heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. We were taught with regard to our, your former way of life. To put off your old self. Y'all see that? Which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. To be made new in the attitude of your mind. Verse 24 says, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So here once more, we see God doing a work of newness. Just as he said in the opening passage, we read from Revelation, I am making all things new. 
So here the thing he is making new is first of all our attitude of mind. Say that with me. God is making my attitude new. So that leads me to the first thing I believe that God would say to us about the new things that he wanted to do in us this year. God is a God who makes all things new. And this year, this year to come, what he wants to do in me and do in you, I believe what he wants to do in many of you is to make us new in our attitudes. In this passage from Ephesians, the word attitude is literally spirit, right? In this context, it means mental disposition. That is what we've uh, inclined uh, uh, to think, to believe, and to act on. Our attitudes toward the things of life and faith uh, are a critical component in how, yes, how we respond to all of life. And so here's an example. Philippians 2 says, uh, 2 and 3 says, do, no, do nothing out of the, flesh, of the selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in the humility considering ours better than ourselves, others better than ourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, look at this, but look at this here, but also the interest of others. It's not, it's not always about us. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death of the cross. So in this passage, selfish ambition is an attitude. Vain conceit is an attitude. Humility is the opposite of those attitudes. So the godly attitude is what we're after. Looking out for the interests of others is the result of an attitude. Get this, obedience is the result of an attitude. Don't you write that down. Obedience is the result of an attitude. You follow me? And so, and clearly Jesus here is the model of the attitude we should have. As it says in verse 5, your attitude should be the same as Jesus' attitude. So I believe in 2022 that God wants uh, to renew our attitudes in the things, uh, uh, these things and other areas of our lives. And some of the all things he wants to make new, one is include the many attitudes that shape our lives. So how about gratitude? It is the key, it is a key attitude uh, that uh, is a life of faith. Your life of faith will be guided by your attitude. Some of us got to adjust our attitude so that we can walk in the newness of life. Are you following me? So Colossians 4 and 2 says, devote yourself to prayer. Are you with me? Keeping alert in, in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Devote yourself to prayer. Have an attitude of thanksgiving. The more you thank God, the more you're going to receive from God. In other words, he wants you to increase your prayer life in this new year. Are you following me? So Colossians 4 and 2 says, devote yourself to prayer, keep an alert in with an attitude of thanksgiving, right? So how about grumbling and complaining? The presence or 
absence of grumbling reflects our attitude about many things. Look what it says in Philippians 2 and 14. Do everything without complaining or arguing. Uh-oh, that, that hit most of us in here tonight. <laughs> God has been dealing with me about having an attitude of faith. That's what he said in Philippians 2 and 14. I know that's on a different version. But Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Just because I don't see it don't mean it's not there. And just because I have not seen it don't mean that it ain't going to happen. And just because you don't believe it don't mean that God's not going to do it. It is the substance of thing hoped for. My hope in, is in what God said. I don't care how many naysayers come around you. Your hope is in what God said. If he made you a promise, God keeps his promises. Are you following me? So there are many things in my life I hope for, but I often don't hope for those things in an attitude of faith. And the key words here are sure and certain. And so the commentary notes that these two qualities need a secure beginning and an ending point. And so the beginning point of faith is the believing in God's character. He is who he says. And the end point is believing in God's promises. He will do what he says. And so when we believe, when we believe that God will fulfill his promise, even though we don't see those promises materializing yet, we demonstrate true faith. And when our faith is in Christ and not in a circumstance, not in a person, not even in the free will of a loved one to choose righteously or wrongly, but our faith is in Christ, then we can be sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. I'm not talking about an uh, unbalanced faith that ignores reality, but I am also I also don't don't want you to let let you know let the uh, the abuse of faith in so much of the church today cause me to throw the baby out with the bath water. But I'm talking about a faith that's rooted and grounded in who God is and the things his word clearly proclaims about him and I'm talking about relying on the king of kings and the lord of lords I'm talking about placing our dependence on the one who made the universe I'm talking about uh, if, uh, uh, Hebrews 11 and 6 it is impossible to please God apart from faith and why because anyone who walks or wants to uh, approach God must believe both that he exists and that he cares uh, even enough to respond to those who seek him I want to approach God daily how about you I want to have a day to day conversation with God I believe God exists I do seek him how about you tonight do you seek God but then there's uh, that nagging doubt I think most of us most of the time that we're honest with ourselves and others that we're exactly where the father of the demon possessed boy was when Jesus told him in Mark 9 and 23 everything is, is possible for him who believes can you say amen and well I believe this don't 
taught you that that hey everything is possible for him uh, who believes uh, but 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 part of my struggle of uh, me struggle my me struggle is my faith is weak sometimes uh, and yet this boy's father said i do believe help uh, help me overcome my unbelief sometimes your faith do get a little low and god has to help your unbelief can you say amen and so this year I'm praying that that prayer for myself I want to approach uh, all the things in my life with an attitude of faith and leads, that leads me to the next thing I believe that God wants to make new in 22 2022 is faith comes through the spiritual disciplines of life and our devotion to the Lord is a key component in building the kind of faith attitude I believe God wants all us to hell how much of you or of your heart does god have yes some people say that they that god they gave god their heart they gave god their life but how much of that does god have uh-huh those of you who've been here for a long time and have heard me and me and i'm sure many of the others elders and saying things like this before but if you are not in the word of god daily faith is not the only thing missing from your Christian life. What's more, uh, you may be in a uh, precarious place, uh, but we should be devoted to Christ, and that means we should be devoted to devotion. Devotion is a quiet time or a daily time in the Word and in prayer, or whatever we want to call it. Uh, but my, 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 may not may not be all there in the Christian life, but it is cr a critical component that we have that we must spend time with God. We've got to repent. We got to spend time in the Word. We got to daily be a, have a daily prayer life with God. We got to be in worship on a consistent basis. Uh, we should become high priority. That should become high priority in our lives. Can you say Amen? And I mark and, and again. I want to be clear that this is not the only thing, but devotion uh, to the Lord. We got to spend time with the Lord. How much time do you spend? With with the Lord and I know you don't want to hear me talk like this our attitude got to change and our devotion has got to be right and our service has got to be right can you say amen and so it's time with Jesus a key element of your day is it a priority is it an easy thing to cast aside and and and, and don't want to be legalistic about it say well you know I got to do this on this time at this day and no no I don't want to be legalistic about it but I want you to have a consistent prayer life I want you to have a consistent worship life I want you to have a consistent worship and praise life can you say amen and so, but it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, really that, you know, uh, it is an attitude that we must have our attitude. Hallelujah. Should be such that time with God is a priority and the priority in our lives. Second Timothy two and 22 say flee, flee evil desires of you. And pursue righteousness, love, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of what? A pure heart. And so the words pursue here really implies effort. We've got to make an effort. Say that with me. I've got to make an effort. Yeah, I've got to make an effort that I can do this. God wants us to, 
he wants to make us new in our service to him. And look what God said. One of the key things he, we, we must note about our opening passage in the scripture is that God says the word I make. You get that? God says, I'm, I'm getting ready to close. He says, I make. Everybody say, I make. That again, I make. I make. Key word here, God said, I make. These are God's words. His declaration, God makes. God makes all things new. You don't make it. I don't make it. God makes. He makes the author and the perfecter of our faith. That's who he is. He's the one who makes all things new. All we must do is cooperate. But if we respond to his grace at work in us as he declares, we can only respond in gratitude by walking in the things. By doing the things that he desires of us. Good God Almighty. So Ephesians 2 and 10, look at this. He says, for we are God's workmanship. Come on, say that with me. I'm God's workmanship. Wake up the person next to you. Say, I'm God's workmanship. He says, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Can I let y'all in on a secret? God has already prepared the way for you. You just got to start walking in it. God has already prepared to bless you. But you got to go ahead and walk in it and receive what God has in store for you. If you sit on the stool of do nothing and not move toward God and allow God to do his work in you, you'll never tap into what God has in store for you. You got to draw down to God and he will what? Draw down to you. In other words, you got to come closer to God so he can come closer to you. You got to start walking toward God so God can walk toward you. I am his workmanship. Are you following me? In other words, he had to have a degree of skill to work on me. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He had to have a degree of skill to work on me because I am his workmanship. He had to have a certain craftsmanship. I, I, I'm his handiwork. Ooh, would you let everybody know on your road say I am somebody I just need the world to know what God has made I'm his handiwork he used a certain technique to handle me see when God made you he didn't make no junk he used a certain technique to make see you are special all by yourself 
Nobody else can beat you being you. Matter of fact, they can put in the application all they want to. But you the only one that can qualify to be you. You got the right application. You got the right stuff. You got, ha, listen, you are God's workmanship. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And so he had to have a certain expertise to work on you. He had to have a certain expertise because he's my workmanship. And all I ask you is please be patient with me because God is not through with me yet. Oh, would you look down the road and tell him, say, you might think you see something now. But you haven't seen nothing yet. Because when God get through with me, I shall come forth. And I'm going to come forth like pure gold. All I ask you is please, please, please be patient with me because God is not through with me yet. Matter of fact, he's just beginning in a new year. Can you say amen? How many are feeling like uh, God is doing something new in you? Nah, can you say amen? Nah, he's working on me. Nah, would you wave your hand and say, he's working on me. Look at somebody and say, he's working on me. He's working on me. Nah, and shall I say he's renewing me? Nah, shall I say he's renewed in 2022? Nah, and so this, my, this is my prayer. Nah, uh, renew my life, Lord. Nah, can anybody I just lift a hand and say, Lord, uh, this is my prayer. I need you to renew me uh, in this new year to come. Uh, I'm tired of being who, uh, where I am. Uh, is there anybody here tired of being where they are? Uh, I'm tired of being where I am. I need a renewing. Uh, I need a refreshing. Uh, I need a restoring. Uh, I need a reviving. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, renew in 2022. Uh, can you shout hallelujah? Uh, I need a renewing my spirit. Uh, help me, Lord. Uh, help me, help me. Uh, I need a renewing my heart. Uh, I need your help. Uh, I need a renew in my mind. Uh, I need a renew in my thinking. Uh, I need a renew in my thoughts. Uh, I need a renew in my plans. Uh, I need a renew in my strategies. Uh, I need a renew in my priorities. Uh, I need a renew in my success. Uh, is there anybody here with me on this? Uh, I need a renew in my priorities. Uh, I need a renew in my joy. Uh, I need a renew in my peace. Uh, I need a renew uh, in my soul. Uh, I need a renew uh, in my love. Uh, I need a renew in my prayer life. Uh, renew my time uh, I spend with you. Uh, renew my praise. Uh, this year my praise level uh, will go up another level. Uh, renew my shout. Uh, renew my dance. Uh, and renew my way. Uh, I handle my resources. Uh, this year I will uh, have a better outlook uh, in, in look on my finances. Uh, is there anybody here with me? Uh, can you say amen? Uh, you might have messed up last year, uh, but put last year behind you because uh, we're moving toward the new year because uh, my finances going to be better uh, than they ever been before. Uh, talk 
to somebody that'll listen to you. Uh, tell them, say, my finances, uh, my, 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 uh, my finances uh, will be better than they were last year. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, let me talk to somebody. Uh, I need God uh, to renew my marriage. Uh, ask God uh, to renew your single life uh, renew my children uh, renew my mother uh, renew my father uh, renew my brother uh, and renew my sister uh, can you say amen uh, go to my job uh, and renew my boss uh, renew my household uh, renew my church uh, and renew the words I say uh, the next time uh, you see me uh, look at somebody uh, and tell them say neighbor uh, the next time you see me uh, I will have a renewed spirit uh, I have a renewed mind uh, I have a renewed heart uh, I have a renewed spirit uh, I have a renewed life uh, can you look at somebody uh, and tell them say the greatest uh, is yet to come uh, you haven't seen nothing yet uh, God uh, God, God, uh, he's bringing things new. Uh, he say, I'll make all things new. Uh, and so the idea is clear here. Uh, we are made new. Uh, we are created in Christ Jesus. Uh, I got new things on my heart. Uh, my walk is going to be new. Uh, my talk is going to be new. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, I'm feeling this new thing, y'all. Uh, because I know that God... Uh, it's going to renew everything, uh, even the canker worm uh, and the palmer worm uh, and all those other worms uh, that tried to steal from me. Uh, God is going to make all things new. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, go ahead and get it in your spirit. Uh, a renew year. Uh, somebody shout. Uh, a renew year. A renew heart. Uh, a renew spirit. Uh, He's making it new. Uh, I might have thought about my old ways. Uh, that's what you're going to say about them. Uh, that's what you're going to say about her. Uh, is that that's what I used to be. Uh, I used to be that. Uh, but God renewed me. Uh, he renewed my life. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, I know the devil. Uh, he tried to set it up. Uh, to take you out. Uh, but what you got to say. Uh, in your spirit I might have been weak then but I found myself getting stronger in the Lord getting stronger in the word because this year the word is going to be it I'm going to get stronger in the word and when I get stronger in the word my life is going to be stronger my attitude is going to be better my devotion is going to be better my service to God is going to be better I may not understand everything that God wants me to have but I don't have to understand everything all I understand is that God got my life in the palm of his hand and I don't have to worry about anything can you say amen because the last time I checked the Bible said cast your cares on the Lord how many of you gonna give it to the Lord God said give it to me if you don't know what to do with it he said give it to me and I'll work it out can you say amen I feel he's working it out right now I 
no it's already worked out oh look down your road and wave at somebody and tell them said neighbor it is already already worked out it's already worked out go ahead and give him the praise for it go ahead and shout for joy because it's already yours the promotion is yours the raise is yours the joy is yours the family is yours it's already yours that release is yours somebody right here and right now you're being released right now the enemy had you in bondage but no longer will i be in bondage i'm about to get my joy back i'm gonna start skipping again can you say amen because i know my redeemer lives is there anybody in here know that your redeemer lives anybody in here know you can go to god for any and everything don't care what the devil say god is my battle axe god is my savior shout yeah yes he is everything i need he is all i need look at somebody and tell them god is all i need god is what i need in this day in this hour god is a man i need shout yes shout yeah yeah it's my renew year it's my renew year give three people air five and say it's my renew year it's my renew in 2022 the devil is a liar i'm going back get my anointing back get my song back get the glory of the lord over my life shout yeah i'm gonna walk in my healing i'm gonna walk in my deliverance i'm gonna run in my devotion shout yeah i'm about to break everything all of the yokes of bondage that the devil thought he had on me i'm breaking it 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 somebody break it break it off of your life break it off your family break it off your children bring it off your church it's time for the real believers to stand up and be accounted for shout yeah yeah yes look at somebody and tell them neighbor you looking at a real believer you looking at a saved believer you looking at a renewed believer you looking at a believer that prays that know how to praise god and the more i praise him the more he blesses me the more i praise him the more 
he anoints me, the more I praise him, the more he delivers me. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Shout yes. Yeah. This next move of God. Who let me see who I got with me? This next move of God. It's going to bring some things out of us. That we didn't know that was in us. Because greater he that is in you than he that is in the world. So this next move, God is going to bring out of us things we didn't know that was down in us. All he needed was a volunteer. Volunteer. They say, Lord, here I am. If you need anyone, if you need anybody, here am I. I volunteer huh, to be your prayer warrior. Huh? I volunteer huh, to be your praiser. I volunteer huh, for you can use me. Huh? If you can use anything, you you can use me shout yes you say what you why not you look at somebody and say why not you you are the perfect one that god want to use somebody that thought they were nobody but we serve a god that can bless anybody shout yeah We serve a God uh, that know how to bless his children. Uh, we got a God, God. Uh, we got a daddy uh, that know how to bless his children. Uh, can you say amen? Uh, now show me how you act uh, when you know God done blessed you. Uh, show me how you act uh, when you know God hand is on you. Uh, show me how you act uh, when he make a way out of no way. When he turn your life around, uh, show me how you act. Uh, I believe I testify with my feet. Uh, I believe I testify uh, in a dance. Uh, I believe I testify uh, in a praise. Uh, look at somebody uh, and tell them, say, neighbor, excuse me for a moment because I'm about to act clamish or foolish. I'm about to holler. I'm about to holler. I'm about to dance before the Lord. Shout yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. Somebody give God the praise. Somebody testify with your feet. Somebody tell God thank you. Give him the glory. Give him the glory.
touch him right now while he's on your heart and in your mind yeah say excuse me excuse me but I gotta testify with my feet cause I knew you're about to come in right now oh 